just scored the Tom, just tied the Tom Brady's. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated. For those of you watching at home, you just got to see a brand new intro. I did it myself. I have the technical skills of a brick, but I did it. And uh, so hopefully it came through all right for you guys and, and everybody else. We'll but, see uh, on the recording. It was a little choppy on this end. Was it? Shit. Yeah. yeah. We need to get, me, but, need to get oh, Steel good. Daughter involved. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. She's she's living it up in Nashville. You know, she's probably going to be a Titans fan before too long. Uh, she really that not, impressionable? I really no, she's not at all. She's um, she was texting me during uh, the game the other night, um, and was you know freaking out as we uh, continued to 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 drive, and then of course interception, and and she's like, I still want to pick a jersey for Christmas. I'm like, okay, all right. That'll work. Uh, okay, so Melvin's in. Joe is in. Big Ben's burner. Welcome aboard, and welcome to everybody else watching and stuff. And Big got... Ben's tequila burner. Yeah, man, he had some good tweets this week. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Um, I can't remember the specific one that caught me, um, but he but he had some good ones. Um, really must have made a good impression on you then, as, as he does every week. But... <laughs> Don't I feel bad, I Big Ben's burner. I see a million tweets a day don't, you know? don't feel bad burner he, he's he's no. usually drinks before we record so well, it's, yeah, it's it's fine very true I, you know i was actually catching a little bit of the original friday the 13th before i came down here to the podcast oh, really yeah guys you forget how god, god awful that was it was so campy and terrible so was the texas chainsaw massacre oh, i mean i saw that you. at i saw that at a drive-in during yeah. the uh during the pandemic, you know, because people wanted shit to do, right? So right. they had a drive-in movie open up here, a drive-in movie place open up here, and, and they showed that. And, God, it was so awful and just, like, not plausible and right. dumb. And I was like, why is this a horror classic? It's a piece of shit. It's terrible. Yeah. No, it's uh, – I, I, I get it. I, I guess I guess back in the uh, 70s, 80s, that was considered a fine film. Uh, anyway, people aren't here to hear our movie critiques yeah. by any stretch, but they are here to see what we're drinking. I guarantee that. Uh, and uh, Ian, what do you got going tonight? I still have some pen Oktoberfest because it is still October. Good for you. We have a few days left there. I, I've got a little bit of redemption, and I also have a uh, Yingling light on standby here. Uh, Scarps, what do you got going? Paint thinner, paint thinner. Uh, <laughs> Sounds delish. <laughs> it's not smooth. Uh, Is it moonshine, really? No, it's vodka. <laughs> and Burner's roaring with the uh, Captain Morgan tonight. Very what? nice. Pray you know, I tomorrow. I'm I mixed some Captain Morgan with some apple cider earlier, and it was delicious. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that actually sounds nice. good. It but it also sound sounds like sounds like you're praying for a hangover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, ben, what are you? That's why I'm drinking beer that? now. I'm I'm drinking uh, Don Julio seventy and um, uh, something by ten barrel. I don't know some IPA. I can't remember what it was. Very nice, very nice. Uh, the Steelers are two and five guys, um, and now they they get to go uh, uh, to Philly, where we haven't won since I think Fred Flintstone roamed the earth. Um, it, it's been it's been ugly, and uh, and so now we're going to go in there and see what happens. Uh, I, I guess the only nice thing, perhaps, is uh, uh, last time the Eagles were six and zero, we beat them. Um, it was in in Heinz Field, but nevertheless, you you, you do what you can. Um, impressions from last week, um, and and I'm just going to start with questions for you guys. Um, Ben, um, what was your overall, I guess, I don't want to say grade. That's not fair. What was your overall impression of Kenny Pickett last week? Uh, I think that, that Pickett comes in and he competes hard. Um, I I don't know that he and the receivers are on the same page. Um, 
And I think that Pickett makes as many mistakes as the receivers make in terms of reading routes and, and ball placement. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not play well. I, I thought that that was the worst action we've seen him in since uh, the beginning of the year. Okay. Without question. I also think that he is playing for an offensive coordinator who's got his head up his ass. And I'm sorry. It's like you have more talent than than this. You're not taking advantage of it. I'm not saying they're a good unit. What I'm saying is they're more talented than they are showing. And it's really, really frustrating to watch. Yeah. I I did not and still do not think that Mike Tomlin will fire a coordinator in season, but fuck, he should. I mean, my God, that was awful. I, I just, oh. I, I, I'm with you. Uh, Ian, what, what, what are the offenses that are uh, fireable in terms of Matt Canada? And, and don't give me 30 because I know there are, but give me a couple of the key ones because I, and the reason I, the reason I ask this is because I, I think a lot of fans, you know, they, they immediately say something like, well, you know, uh, the plays are there. They're not executing things. Like oh, they shut to, the they, fuck they, up. Right, right. And, and believe me, there are a couple of moments where I, I saw some lack of execution, but that is few and far between. So, Ian, what are some of the things that you're seeing to say, uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's got to happen? Oh, gosh, <laughs> a few. Um, I mean, I think first and foremost, it's that he's lost the trust of his players, right? That okay, I'm, I'm we got Mel, Melvin's Melvin's chiming here. in. On... Yes, <laughs> that uh, you know, for, first and foremost, I I don't think his players trust him, and I think that goes back to early in the season when you saw you know wide receivers suggesting plays in the huddle, throwing their hands up at things, and you know guys just being generally pissed off. And it wasn't even this year, right? Last year. Ben's most successful drives were ones where he drew up plays in the huddle in the fourth quarter and basically stopped listening to Matt Canada. His shit doesn't work, right? (laughs) It didn't work at LSU and they fired him after four weeks. Mm -hmm. They realized he couldn't cut it in the SEC. So I don't know what made anyone think he could cut it in the NFL. The, the (laughs) offensive line, Nate Peterman, Nate Peterman. The, The offensive line has, gotten better as the season has gone on but at the same time you know you have to actually use the running game sometimes to like complement the passing game right like you don't have a 15 year veteran quarterback who can go out there and read complicated defenses like he's running a high school offense basically but he's also not doing anything to make it easier on Kenny Pickett like you look at teams that have been successful working in rookie quarterbacks, right? And mm-hmm. I'll go back to the Jets and Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez was not a good quarterback, but he went to two AFC championship games. Two straight. Two yeah. straight yeah. AFC championship games at the beginning of his career, right. which right. made Why everyone think he was good. Because, okay, they had a good defense. They had a good running uh, game. Uh-huh, but, uh-huh. but also, offensively, they did a lot of things to make it easier on him, right? Like when he had to make a throw, they would call play action rollouts or they would, you know, they would shorten the field. They would simplify. They the would reads. scheme receivers open. Imagine exactly. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically in the NFL to have success, you have to do one of two things. Mm-hmm. You have to either have a scheme and then draft or sign players that fit that fit scheme. That. So you can run that scheme or you have to adapt your scheme to fit the talent that you have. We are doing neither of those right now, right? right. We are that drafting players that we think are good football players, but we don't have a scheme that fits their talents. Right? So, you know, it's, it's, it's mind boggling. Um, you know, you, you watch other teams, right? Like what makes the 49ers offense so good? It's that they have a scheme and they run that scheme mm-hmm. and they find players that fit that scheme. Christian McCaffrey aside, how many years did the 49ers go out and just find running backs off the street that could basically run in their scheme because they knew the athletic traits that they wanted. They knew what they needed and 
they went out and found those guys, right? Eli Mitchell in the sixth round, Jeff yep. Wilson Jr., all these other guys that just seemingly Raheem Mostert seemingly out of nowhere. Um, you know, uh, I'll take Baltimore, who's on right now, right? They completely reinvented their offense to fit Lamar Jackson's skill sets. It's not the most complicated offense in the world. The passing game is relatively pedestrian. A lot of it relies on Jackson scrambling around and defenders sucking up to stop the run and him finding an open guy. But nevertheless, they adapted their offense to fit his skill set. Right now, we're running an offense that doesn't mesh with the players we have. Right. We have basically no yards after the catch. Everything is to the sideline. Everything in the passing game is outside the numbers or short. You know, some of that is Tomlin continually (laughs) preaching, limiting mistakes and limiting turnovers and all that stuff. You even heard it after the game and in his press conference this week that, you know, Tomlin talking about ball security and things like that. And when you have a rookie quarterback, he's going to make mistakes. And I'll say this. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say this. Pickett's interceptions were him trying to make plays with the ball down the field. And I'm more willing to accept him making mistakes, trying to be aggressive rather than trying to be conservative. So, I mean, that's just me, but you know, I, I would, I would rather him go out and be aggressive and try and make plays and try and actually win games rather than just like, basically do what Mason Rudolph did of going through the motions or what Mitch Trubisky was doing of, of kind of going through the motions of playing an NFL game, but not really playing a game and, you know, not really trying to win, basically just playing not to lose. Um, that, what I, what I yeah, love this yeah. week are the, are the people that are coming out of the woodwork that want Mason to come back and start. It's like they, they weren't watching the previous four well, years and they suddenly they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, Mason could throw 60 yard dimes. Really? Well, speaking of when? the Mason Rudolph fan club, uh, Scarps, um, uh, have, when have I said this? It's all love, brother. It's all love. Uh, I don't think when, you ever said that, Scarps. Nah, Somebody else did, did. I just messed with on Twitter, and I said he was a fucking idiot. And, uh, I don't think he took it very well. Well, it, it, Scarps, in all fairness, you, I, I think when, when we do our chats all the time and stuff, you have as much doubt about Kenny Pickett as anybody uh, in, in terms of us, Okay. Yeah, and I just want to point out that Ryan lives in Pittsburgh, and that if you see him at Giant Eagle, he doesn't like Kenny Pickett. That's right. That's I do, right. I don't dislike Kenny Pickett. Okay. Now, my question for you is, based on what you've seen of Kenny through three games, whatever it is, um, would you continue to roll with him, or do you think that this team still has a chance to compete? And give me give me Trubisky or Rudolph, veterans might keep us in the game. You know what? Where yet? I mean, he gives them the best chance to compete as well. Right? I mean, and also, but the, the toothpaste is out of the tube. I've said that many times on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, like once you put him in, unless he's hurt, yeah. you can't, you can't not, he, you know, you can't not play. And listen, they know what they know. They know what Mason is and they know what Mitch is. Um, you got to see if this guy has enough for, for the future. Right. Um, and, Ian, I do. Ian, I do agree. I'd rather see him play to win than play to not lose. Um, so, it, you know that that first interception, so that the first bad. interception, um, first interception looked like it was the feet got tangled. Could have been a penalty. Whatever. I, I'm mm-hmm. fine with yeah. it. Right. Clay, Clay, I'm, Claypool fell down. It was. You I'm know, fine with the. Yeah, I'm I, I couldn't tell if if Claypool tripped over his own feet or if he tripped over yeah. the, the DB's feet. It was really hard to tell what happened there. So yeah, I was I yeah. was okay with the no call. I, I was too. I'm Claypool last year fell down after he caught the ball. This year right. he just fell down before. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this year, this year the only guy who's getting any yak is Claypool, which I do yeah. not understand at all. Yeah. Well, and yeah, no, he is. He's the only guy who's getting right. any yak. You're so, right. He's out there busting his ass. And honestly, of the receivers on the field, and I never thought I would say this, Claypool is the guy who is being hurt most by this scheme. I don't. Yep. This scheme is hurting him most more than any receiver on the field right now. So, yeah. So then this, the second interception by Pickett, he, this is at the ACC, man, that Holland read that all the way. And yeah. And, and, and yeah. you know what? Yeah. And you know what too? I don't know why you're running like a curl route, a curl route and that, but that's, that's Matt Canada the element of it. But then the, the final pick, I you know a curl uh, a curl route with no deep post behind yes, it. Yes, like it safety. was yes, it was yeah. just like 
like Holland's just like, are you are you really going to throw this ball because it's mine? Like you know, but but even in that, it's like at the very end, yeah, he could have scrambled, he could have went out of bounds, and there was still plenty of time on the clock, and that's you know that's whatever. But you know, he 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 tried to force it, and I and I think Absolutely. that he, I think that he's trying to force things to make plays. Um, and I think he's doing a little too much, but I feel that he thinks he has to do too much because he's not put in a position to succeed. Uh, and that, that goes back to Canada and I'm not making excuses for Pickett. No, uh, I'm also not building the statue. I, I simply don't know what, what he is. I think he's a hell of a competitor. I think yeah. he's, he, you'll have to take him out off the field in a body bag, but I just don't know if he's that type of player mm-hmm. that can elevate his team. Like we know he's not going to be a Mahomes. We know he's not going to be a Josh Allen, but right. You know, you hear comparisons, Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. Eh, To me, uh, he he needs to work on a lot to even get to that level. I'd be okay if he got to the Derek Carr level. I don't think his arm is as strong as Derek Carr's. Uh, I'd be okay if he got there. And and Derek Carr is not a great quarterback. He's, you know, he's a legitimate NFL starter, though. Yeah. And and, and Kenny Kenny ain't there yet. The problem is, one, and I'm talking, I'm speaking to judging Kenny's overall performance at this Mm -hmm. point. Mm-hmm. It's a really small sample size. Really, really, really small sample size. Yes. And he's playing in a terrible fucking offense where literally nothing is working in his favor. They don't have a run game. The offensive line is, eh, you know, getting better, except for the left tackle, who is the most important position on the field. And he is struggling, struggling mightily. And, oh, the fucking Ratbirds just scored again. Um, and, you know, I, Matt Canada is just, as Ian laid out before, he's not doing Pickett any favors. So the data is flawed. And on top of that, we have a mm-hmm. really small sample size. So it's hard mm-hmm. to say Pickett is going to be the guy for the future or he's not going to be the guy for the future. And, you know, I'm not one – you guys know I'm impatient. I'm not one to, le- you know, give players a bunch of time and a long leash or or advocate for that. But – you know, in this particular instance, I just don't I don't see enough there to be able to judge what he's no, going to I, be yet. Right. And and you're not going to find out if Kenny Pickett is the guy or if he isn't the guy, if he's sitting on the bench. You have to put him in the game and let yeah. him play to find that out. Yeah. Him getting the experience is valuable and right. it, it's going to hurt this year. The Steelers yep. are going to lose a bunch of fucking games. And, you know. They've, yeah. they've won a couple of games this year. They shouldn't have won. And. You know, I'm watching this Buccaneers defense right now, and their run fits are terrible, and they're allowing screens to go for a lot of yards after the catch. And I really thought that Steelers' offense was maybe a little better than it actually was after. I don't know. Well, Ravens, yeah. Ravens, well, Ravens have pretty good skill players. Yeah, I digress. Let's, let's not won forget a couple though. of games that yeah. they should have should not have won, and they've lost a couple of games that yep. they should have won. Yep. Which is the most Steeler thing ever. Absolutely. So it's like it's hard to say where they're going to finish, but you know it ain't a pretty season. And, and yeah, let's, let me, not, let's not yeah. forget one other thing I wanted to bring up too. We talked a lot in the off season about how last year we won nine games and Ben Roethlisberger had fourth quarter comebacks in eight of them. That mm-hmm. you know, was seven or I seven, think it was seven. Might yeah. have been seven. Okay. Six game-winning drives, seven yeah. comebacks. Seven, seven comebacks. Comments. Yeah. Okay. One way or the other. You know what I mean, right? That we came from behind a lot in the fourth quarter. And, you know, some quarterbacks have that clutch gene. Some don't. Some develop it over time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, actually, shout-out to Scott Casimir on Twitter posted this week about, like, the, the percentages of how many times quarterbacks actually succeed on game-winning drives. And the best ones are like still below 50%. I think Ben, who is third all time in game winning drives, was at like 45% of his mm-hmm. game winning drives he converted into actual victories. So it's not an easy thing, which is why, you know, you always see those regression to the mean stats, right? That in one score games last year, we were really friggin' good in one yeah. score games. And there's there was some regression to the mean due to happen just because we didn't have Roethlisberger and didn't have that guy who knew what he was doing in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Um, but some of it is too. And back to my whole tirade on Canada, that you know, two weeks in a row now, 
basically we've come out and done jack shit in the third quarter and into the fourth quarter that like you kind of have to do something in the second half against Cleveland too. We didn't do anything in the second half. Like right. you have to come out and like what you do in the first half is good. Adjust. You got to adjust. adjust. That's and what I want to do. The other, the other yep. team is going to make halftime what adjustments and you have to concept. react to them. You can't just keep going three and out and just be like, oh, yeah, sometime our quarterback will lead us down the field and we'll score they, a touchdown. And They you know. are so desperate to get to third and manageable. It is, it is like it, – it is just it, awful. It, it, I would just, agree, it, Ryan. It's just like how could we get – Two yards on first down and second down, so we could have third and six or third yeah, and five. But, and I'm well, just, then, and I, then maybe they should actually they, like run the ball in the third they don't quarter. Even, yeah, they don't, like, they don't know, take any chances. They don't get aggressive on second and short. I, they, I agree. They, they don't do shit. You know and, what? Okay. You know what? The other thing is, sorry, you just uh, Mark set me off with this whole thing. Uh, <laughs> send hate mail to steal dad because yeah. <laughs> keep stacking the, it up, baby. The other the other thing they do. In the past with Roethlisberger, when they got to the 40-yard line, you could almost guarantee they were taking a shot downfield for the end zone to try and get a 35 or 40-yard touchdown. Now, we get to the 40-yard line, which is basically the fringe of Boswell's field goal range, and we call the dumbest fucking plays ever. That's like, oh, let's try a double reverse trick play, and then... You and know, then we lose six yards and we're out of field goal range. Right. Or, or yeah, or we get to the 30-yard line. We're like, ah, oh, Boz can make it from here. We'll just do dumb shit. Like, who cares about scoring a touchdown? We're in field goal range now. Like, that pisses me the hell off. Can, yes. Can, can we talk about the hey, fact? One, one quick thing from yeah. Big Ben's burner. Peyton yeah. Manning won three games his rookie season. And, and he said it helped picks. him. He, sold, he said it helped him immensely. So, yeah, I'm not going to worry about the gauntlet of games hurting Kenny Pickett's confidence. I'm just not, not. not yet. I, I, if it does, <laughs> if it does, Peyton Manning and Kenny Pickett. Uh, he, Kenny Pickett is not as is physically talented as Peyton Manning and never is going to be. No, However, no. he's a so smart player. Cerebral. He's a smart player. And if if a bunch of hard games hurts his confidence, he shouldn't be in the fucking NFL anyway. Yeah, that's that's what Listen, Peyton Manning is the smartest player to ever play in the NFL purely because he opened 30 pizza stores in Denver right before Colorado <laughs> legalized weed, okay? That's one smart guy. I mean, uh, I, that is a pretty valid point. Can, can we talk about the fact that Matt Canada created two plays for Zach Gentry last week? Uh, and, and I'm still not sure why. Uh, I, I, because Zach's I'll, a nice guy. Zach's I, a terrific <laughs> young man. He turned himself into a wonderful number two tight end. But He's, geez, seriously, I mean, what, I'm not kidding. The guy has a, a career in media ahead of him. He he does. Oh, he he's great. I, I mean. I, I just don't under I don't get it. I, I mean, he's never going to be a starter in the NFL. But no, no. But you've got all this talent, all this speed, everything else. You know what? Let's create this sneaky play for Zach Gentry. I, so I'm going to catch him off guard. We're going to pick up a, a play. first down. That's a play that's not unique. It's not new. No. Um, the Chiefs run it, and I swear to God, I, I swear, like Matt Canada's watching, and he's like, oh. He'll, We'll screen to Kelsey. Okay, let's let's try that with Zach Gentry. <laughs> right. Little, and I'm little like, different. Little different. And, and it's like it's like just like the jet sweep. Oh my god! If I have to see another one of these jet sweeps, like what are we doing? Like like they, they don't. Hi Johnny. Hello Johnny. They don't. They don't like like they don't. Oh my god! Well, they, don't, they don't fool anybody. They don't fool anyone. No. And and. I, I think part of it too, and again, I am not excusing right. Canada at all because I'm I'm with Ben. I'm tired of him. I, I I if ever the time was to fire a coordinator in season, it's now. But there is a lack of execution at times, and and there's a lot of real shitty blocking that goes on on the edges too. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I Friermuth, man, I'm telling you, I love the kid, but he gets beat one on one way too often. Claypool can't block either. No, <laughs> no. When they bring Claypool in and tuck him in behind a tight end to try and block yeah. an edge rusher, I'm yeah. like, oh fuck, they're screwed yeah. here. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, Joe's right about that. Um, so does Central Valley for that point. Big game this week between those two. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, I'll stop talking about high school football. Um, 
So we gotta we gotta drink every time there's a jet sweep. Is that the oh, new game, Johnny? I, I guess so. Um, We'd all be plowed by the end of the first quarter. I I will say I will say Najee Harris ran the hardest I've seen him run all year uh, in Miami. I'll give he I'll ran give the some best I've seen him run all year, and it, yeah. it it's like he's healthy. He's starting to more, feel himself much more again. athletic. Yeah. Well, he took the plate out of his out of his shoe. Yeah. Yeah, and, and well, yeah, they were making a little room that. for him. He played better. I, I have a question regarding not just Najee, but the running back position in general. Everybody talks about, oh, Najee hasn't had a hundred yard game in forever. In a seventeen game season, especially now, does it matter if a running back isn't is getting to a hundred anymore? I mean, is is it okay to get to like eighty five? I mean. Because if you do eighty-five, you're still going to get over a thousand yards. I, I think it's I think it's all about how how many yards you average that, per carry. I agree hundred percent. I mean, it's, I, it's not it's not so much about how often they feed you the ball. If you're if you're getting four and a half yards a click, you're effective. If you're getting uh, three point seven yards per click, like Najee is right now, you're not. Yeah, uh, I was told I was told yes. yards per carry is an overrated stat. Oh, that's sorry. bullshit. Yeah, sorry. That's, um, yeah, I'll give you an example. Last week. Gus Edwards for the Ravens comes back. He hasn't played in however long. Yep. He had 16 rushes, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. Take away the two touchdowns. If you give me 16 for 66, I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's like 4.1 yeah. a pop. Right. You yeah. know? Right. Uh, you know, the touchdowns are added bonuses, obviously. But, you know, I agree. Like, I, I, you know, I don't necessarily need to see triple-digit rushing yards. I don't. But I just want to see successful runs. Uh, it, it situational runs, you know, situational runs sounds like a bad poop that you have routinely. <laughs> um, but the Steelers have been terrible sorry, at situational but... football for 30 oh, man, years. I'm just saying. Now, now I've got the situational runs. <laughs> That'd be a great band name. They'd be really shitty that situational runs. <laughs> oh shit. A band but no, but like, I just, terrific. but I hate to say it, but like, you know, Najee did look better than he has, but like yeah. again, man, Jalen Warren just looks so much more comfortable out there. And you know, I, I, I... Jalen Warren fucked up a couple of times where he stopped. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I. Agree. And I was like, "What the hell was that? Uh, you can't. You got to hit the hole, man. You can't. You can't stand there for a second and second guess it." Yeah. No, you you can't, and that's not his style anyway. And I, you know, yeah. they, they had him in there on that third and short, and he just went cannonball mode and went boom and got yeah, the which, first down. Which is what he should be doing. He's, Absolutely, he's a one cut and run guy. Yep, yep. And I, yeah, if he if he's watching Najee and thinking he's going to emulate that, then nah. he's, he's going down the wrong wrong path uh, for for sure. Um, one other thing I'll say to Mark's question though um, that. You know, yes, Najee hasn't had a hundred yard game this year, um, but his highest number of carries in a game so far is 18. Um, last year, he had 300 yard games, and in those games, he had 23, 26, and 28 carries. So, some of it's just a, a factor of we knew when we drafted him that yeah. he didn't have the breakaway speed for the long runs, right? He's a grinder, he's a guy yeah. who can you know, get you five, six, seven yards in theory when he's, when he's healthy and good. Mm -hmm. But if he gets you, if he gets you five yards a pop consistently all the damn time, then that's pretty darn good. And that's acceptable. But right. You know, it's, it's that it, again, I, I'd accept four and a half. I'd, I'd be yeah. totally fine with that. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but what I'm saying is some of the, some of it for him, because he's not going to have those 30, 40, 50 yard runs in his game that, you know he's going to need the to get to over the hundred yards. He needs the volume of carries to get there um, because he just doesn't have the big play in him. Yeah, I, I it, it, it's it's troubling. Um, I agree, Ian. It's not, that we, it's not troubling necessarily. I, it's you have to keep feeding him the rock. You can't you can't call one running play in the entire third quarter of a game and well, then. Oh, that was two weeks ago, but still. Um, the point, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm remains. saying? Like, you, the point remains. And that's another way to help your rookie quarterback, right? Is to run the ball a little bit and not make your rookie quarterback do right. everything. What uh, what happened to George Pickens in the second half? Uh, I mean, it, it's not like Xavier Howard was on him every time. 
I, I didn't think he was. Um, They're idiots. They forgot I, I mean, he existed. Why? Yeah, I agree with Ian. Uh, there, there were. It seems odd. There were times. There were points where you could see him breaking open, but he didn't get the ball. I they they forgot that he was there. What it seemed like, and that, and they didn't. They didn't throw the ball often enough. It was like you're in this game still. You have a chance. Yeah. Throw the fucking ball, and we're running it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that was the other thing. The the run run pass punt doesn't work either. No. So no. it it yeah. That's, Whatever. You know, and I I, I, I I sit here thinking six. about this, and so I'm gonna verbalize it. I I I think back to 1998 when Cower had Ray Sherman Excuse as the me. offensive coordinator, and it got so frustrating that Cower finally took the play calling away from Sherman. He didn't want to fire him because he was like, I, you know, yeah. probably thinking, I don't know how to coordinate an offense. I'm not doing this. Um, took away the play calling from him, and things got worse. They did not get better. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I fucking hate Matt Canada. I can't stand his offense. I, The idea of watching that for 10 more weeks, I, oh, my God. Well, just, but – but what do you? What would you do though? Let's let's say that that things go real shitty on Sunday. Uh, we score seven, eight, nine, ten points again, and Tomlin says, "Okay, that's it, Canada. You're you're out." Well, what do we do? Hire an eleven year old that plays grab, Madden all day. You grab uh, either Mike Sullivan or the tight ends coach James. What's no? What's his name? Uh, Alfredo, Alfredo Roberts. Alfredo Roberts. You 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 have one of those guys coordinate the offense and. I have faith in none of them. I have faith in none of them either. But, you know, Lee Sullivan's been an offensive coordinator. Call up Sully from the Pens to see if he could coordinate the offense. But at the absolute worst, though, you you still run the Canada offense, but you you can change up the play call. You can also tweak the Canada offense using the same concepts and change the play calling. But, I mean, honestly, watching that game, do they run – more than eight or ten plays? No, 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 they don't. Hey, uh, actually, speaking of that, Mark Cavoli tweeted this week that in the offseason, the Steelers could have had Luke Getze if they wanted him. Oh, yeah. Um, who? who? All right, so, so Luke, Luke Getze, uh, I think he's with the Packers now. He was with the Cardinals before that as an assistant coach. Um, local kid from Steel Valley High School. His brother... Lance wow. Getze is the head coach of Franklin Regional High School. He's um, gonna give us the history now. Who, yeah, who uh, some whippy old blitz? Uh, yeah, that's right. Tonight. Yeah, Joe, Joe, and I have developed a very good Twitter relationship here, talking about Whippeal stuff. So I gotta give my Whippeal shout outs to Joe. Good deal. Um, but but no, no, Luke Luke Getze actually was a really good high school college player. Um, and has done pretty well in his coaching career. So and and you know since. The Rooneys love hiring guys from Pittsburgh. You got to have Johnny. that one. You got to have that one requisite Pittsburgher on your staff, right? Does anybody, you know, just wanted to throw that out there for the conversation. Yeah, I, I, they could have had him that. apparently, according yeah. to Kabali. I, I, yeah, and well, I, I don't really know what could have had him meant. I mean, did, did they not make a phone call? Did they actually talk to him? I, I don't know what that meant, but I, I agree they, they could have. Um, because anything's got to be better than this nonsense uh, that, that we're seeing. Uh, real quick, let me, let me remind everybody that we're part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, and that means we are tied in with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, just place a $5 bet on any football game only. The DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. Uh, defense. Right, one, one, one final thought there because I, I looked it up. Luke Getze uh, was the quarterbacks coach in Green Bay in 2019. Last two years was quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator in Green Bay. Um, oh. And then took over for Hackett when Hackett yeah, left. Yeah, and is right? it is now is now this year Chicago's offensive coordinator. Mm. Um, so I think Caboli was saying like, look, this guy was on the market as being a potential for an offensive coordinator position. Took the one in Chicago, but like he's from here, so the Steelers probably could have had him if you know they would things have are going swimmingly well in Chicago. So I, 
well, can see where they, 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 they look know. a lot better against the patch than we did. I was gonna say they you know? they have come around to it, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But at any rate, you know, whatever. Let, let me. Uh, Matt Canada sucks. Moving before on. I, before I get into this, <laughs> we should patent that. Uh, copyright. Um, Trademark. Let, let me ask a off-topic question here for a minute. If you could pick one player that has had a, a kind of sneaky good season for the Steelers, Scarps, I'll start with you. Who who would you pick? A guy that's that's played well. I'm not saying he's going to go to the Pro Bowl or be an All-Pro. I'm just saying he's had a good year. Who would you say that is? Probably Terrell Edmonds. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Mason. Sorry. Jesus. Mason Cole? Rudolph. Mason Rudolph Cole. Um, Nobody holds a clipboard. Yeah, I'd go uh, – I think Terrell Evans. I think he's playing very, very well. Yeah, he um, is. I've said this pick. on this show many times. If if the Steelers drafted him in the third round or maybe even second, I don't think fans would have been as harsh on him as they have. But mm-hmm. uh, he's a guy I think that uh, they should resign next year. I agree. Um, yeah, I – I'm glad that it didn't. I'm glad that it didn't work out in free agency for him, because uh, that definitely helped the Steelers. Because oh, he, sure. he he came just, in cheap, what two point five yeah. three seven or something. I, he he makes consistent, reliable, not not less, not much, yeah. but yeah, right. Uh, he's just solid. He's solid. Yeah, yeah. Ian, who who would you pick as your your guy that's having a nice year? I mean, Minka's the obvious answer that... No, no, no. Sneaky good. Oh, sneaky good. Uh, yeah. Under the radar. Under the know? radar. Um, ugh. I mean... I don't know if... Uh, honestly, there. I don't think anyone on the offense is Pro Bowl worthy this year. Um, no. You know, under the radar, sneaky good... Oh gosh! Just just somebody that it doesn't even have I'm, to be a Pro Bowl. Just somebody that's that's busting ass, doing a nice job. You know? Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. I Miles Jack has been really good, but we expected a lot out of Miles Jack. Sure. And actually, I think Miles Jack has helped Devin Bush a little bit. Devin Bush has played probably the best he's played since his knee injury the last couple weeks, which is still, I wouldn't say he's not what you would expect a top 10 draft pick to be, but he's playing better, but that's still not necessarily, but he's playing respectable football. Yes. Yeah. And he's making plays. Yes. Sometimes plays we really fucking need like the two point conversion that he defended. That was huge. Yeah. 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 Ben, do you have somebody that's, uh, you know, playing playing well? Um, I expected Mason Cole to be absolutely fucking horrible, and he's actually been pretty respectable. Mm-hmm. So that would be one guy. But uh, I'm actually going to go with Larry Ogunjobi, who I yeah. I think honestly is playing the best football of his career right now, and he's playing it in Pittsburgh. So, I, you know, the guy may not even play this, this week. He hasn't practiced the last uh, two yeah. days. His knee is, is hurt. Um, but he's playing well, and that was a great signing and cheap, cheap. Yeah. No, they got a great, great deal um, after his deal with Chicago fell through. I I, I agree know. with Scarps though. I the guy who that the guy that people need to stop giving shit to is Terrell Edmonds, yeah, because he is turning into a guy that you can get ten years of service from, mm-hmm. yeah. and and that's what you want with your first round picks. They're not Absolutely. all going to be stars. Nope. They're not all going to be stars, but they should be legitimate NFL starters for 10 years. Yeah. And if, I, if you get that out of them, that's a pretty good pick, especially where did they pick him? 20, 28th, I think 28th. Yeah. That's late. That's a late one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you yeah. don't get a starter there, you don't, you know, getting, getting a TJ Watt, Getting a Hall of Fame type talent at thirty, man, that's the exception. That is not the rule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That never fucking happens. And I, you know, the Dallas Cowboys who picked Taco Charlton, Taco Charlton, baby, right the the pick immediately before TJ went, they're kicking themselves. Yeah. Oh Big yeah. Big time. Yeah. 
Uh, let me flip the the coin here. Scarps, a guy that has not had such a great year this year. Who would you say that is? Mason. Um. Ooh. Uh, what the hell kind of gum are you chewing, by the way? Peppermint, spearmint, something like that. Peppermint, spearmint. Right. Does it make um, the vodka taste better? Yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um. um <sighs> yeah. Um. Oh, sorry for for it's dramatic right. for dramatic effect. Um. Ah, oh, this. Oh, oh, fuck. I'm. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Good. Good. And I'm only. And I'm saying this because. Okay. I'm saying it. Cam Hayward. Okay. And I. And I know. Oh! And I know it's wow. because I know it's. I listen. TJ out definitely helps, but I'm just going to say this about Cam. How many times over the past year or so has has he, you know, sounded super petty when he'll tweet, you know, that's disrespectful because his name isn't in a top, you know, defensive lineman category or or, you know, when when he unsolicitedly says, I'm just as good as Aaron Donald. Um Nobody even asked you that question. Like, like, like he's right, putting himself right. out there, and I and listen, he's a. I think he's putting himself out there more for Walter Payton Man of the Year, and I think he deserves that award. But mm-hmm. also, too, mm-hmm. maybe later in life in television. But I'm just gonna say this: when you start throwing those things out there, um, and he has he has done nothing since T.J. Watt has been out. Um. So yeah, I I, I expected him. To, to step it up a little bit and he hasn't. Yeah. I, I I'm not gonna argue with that. I agree. I think part of it is uh clearly the loss. I love TJ. Cam. Cam's a great right. dude. Loves right. working with him. I think that he is a great football player. I think he's an all time stealer. But how we talked about with Ben, Father Time catches up to you. Yeah it does. You know, Cam's Cam's on the other side of 30 now, man. Like yeah. it's this is you don't yeah. get younger. Ben's on a D line. Uh, been anybody for you that is uh not performing up to their uh expectations capabilities uh i i think that akela witherspoon has taken a, a step Ooh, back hurt, um and it, it's hurting the defense a bit uh he's he's far better in bump and in man than he is in zone and he's being asked to play zone yeah and so part of that goes to coaching so i'm sure. gonna give him a little slack it's like you should coach players toward their strengths not you shouldn't make them fucking adapt to shit that you want done. But uh, the guy that I'm super disappointed in is Dan Moore. Yeah, that, um, that's where I was going to go. Dan Moore, I thought getting his ass kicked all of last year and then working on his craft for an entire offseason and getting stronger and getting faster, mm-hmm. getting more flexible would really help him and that he would become like, you know, a respectable left tackle. I didn't think that he was going to be great, but respectable. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, oh, been, yeah. he's been awful. He has been, he's been downright awful in some games. And it's just like, dude, really? I mean, you're like, you are the weak link. You are the guy. Yeah. That's not, it ain't good. I think, and looking ahead to Sunday, this is a game where I think they get eaten alive. Like, I mean, the Eagles are so good, so solid. They rotate. <laughs> and Fletcher they just Cox traded for Robert old. Quinn. Yeah, they rotate. Fletcher they Cox rotate is and older, they, but he could still play. Yeah, like, they, they rotate and they rush four, and they still get pressure. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, I got I agree with you. It's going to be really tough. It is. Yeah. Ian, who's your guy in that category? All right. My guy is Deontay Johnson. Because yeah, that's a good wow. one. Actually, that's a good one. That you're getting that trumps I, mine. <laughs> I I honestly, I was gonna go with Dan Moore until you talked about. It. I was like, shit, I gotta find somebody else. But um, I tweeted this earlier in the week that you know I know Deontay is making like 17 million a year, but right now the Steelers quarterbacks have a passer rating of 39.2 when they are targeting him. If you spike the ball every play, it's a 39.6. So literally right now, throwing to Deontay is worse than spiking it every play. And Deontay's 39.2 passer rating when targeted is the lowest passer rating of any wide receiver in the league 
with at least 25 targets. The next closest is Daryl Mooney at 50.2. And on top of all of that, Deontay has the fourth most targets of any receiver in the league at 67. So they, he is their most inefficient receiver and they are forcing the ball to him. And he's got like no yards after the catch this year. He's not doing anything with the ball in his hands. Um, and he's had a number of balls hit him in the hands, and some of them popped up for interception. Some of them he just dropped, um, you know. But yeah, so and you know, if he was still on his rookie deal, whatever, you know, maybe I'd be a little more lenient. But he's the fourth highest played pair on the team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, fourth highest paid player on the he, team. I knew what you meant. I've been whatever. drinking. I can't he, talk. He got, um, he got paid. Yes. Okay. He got he paid. Got, yeah. He got paid. Yeah. If you if you want to get paid like a star, you gotta shine. Yeah. All right. You gotta make those catches. You gotta make tough catches. And I said I said that on the show multiple times. I didn't want to pay him because I wanted to see how he did without Ben. Because him and Ben were always on the same page last year. Always that I, I go back to that play in Baltimore when they needed a first down and he he ran a route that faked the dude out of his boots because he knew exactly like him and like you know about. whether it was yeah. a you know whether it was a hand check or a hand signal or whatever him and Ben were on the same page. That was and that now, fourth and sixth play, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and now yeah, I mean he's made some nice catches this year. Don't get me wrong, but this I, he doesn't. Oh, Who's who is only Claypool has a touchdown as a receiver and pick right. yeah. and pick it right. out. But right. when you're the number when you're the number one and you're and you got a yeah, fourth highest yeah. paid player on a team, you gotta you gotta step it up. It's what I was talking about earlier. It Pickett and Pickens and the other, you know, DJ fucking Claypool, they're not on the same page, man. They're not on the same page, and they need to be. And and yeah, part of that's on Pickett. Part of that is like that touchdown that he threw at the fucking goal line last week. That was 100% on picket. That was 100% because DJ made the right read. You mean the Pickens. interception? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pickens threw the ball right to where the DB had leverage. Right to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, fucking I mean, stupid. Right. I, I don't. I mean, to me, that was beyond forcing it. That was just that was just support. That was just that was some rookie ass dumb shit. I don't know a better (laughs) way to describe it. And and I'm sorry, he wanted that so bad. And I oh, absolutely, I get it. it. You have to put up with that crap when you have a rookie quarterback. I understand that too, but god damn, it's frustrating. Very much so. Um, But. Yeah, let me talk a little defense. Um, you know, you guys mentioned Devin Bush. You, you know, he's on pace for over 100 tackles. He's playing better. Um, he's not playing 10th uh, overall pick better, but he's playing uh, definitely above where he was. Um, <laughs> we looked – I thought we were going to give up 50 for a little while there on uh, uh, Sunday night. And the, the Ravens just down. got flagged for DPI, and the look on on John Harbaugh's face was priceless. It was <laughs> awesome. I wish you guys could see this with me. See you, Joe. Good night. Uh, good night, Joe. Joe. Thanks good for dropping man. by. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Harbaugh. Any Harbaugh face that <laughs> looks like crap, I'm all for it. It's awesome. Um, yeah, but uh, what? <sighs> Did, did Terrell Austin do a good job of adjusting, or was it more a matter of um, the, the Dolphins didn't do a good job of continuing to exploit the defense? I'd say a little of both. I think some of it was the Dolphins had some scripted plays coming into the game that they knew yep. would work against what they saw on film from our defense. I think we did make some adjustments that worked. Um, but really, once they got out of their scripted plays, they didn't do a whole lot. Tua made some bad throws, especially in the second he, half. We got and, no and pressure. And Tua missed on some him. reads. Yeah. Big time. yeah. yeah. They, they left a lot of yards out on the field that mm-hmm. they could have had easily, where yeah. Waddle fucking destroyed James Pierre and and didn't even get a look. Yeah. Because Tyreek no, Hill was right. on the field. You're right. Shit like that. I was just like, wow, we are so mm-hmm. lucky right you know, now. This is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What, Ryan? Yeah, you know, I, and I'm going to say this. Uh, I, I thought the Steelers were fortunate that it wasn't 21 nothing right away, but they did. Oh, they, no doubt. They, they played well situationally, I thought. I thought they made good adjustments. But yeah. I'm just going to say this, and and I don't give a shit what, what the, the Twitter 
people so when they get up on their soapbox and say, I don't care how many interceptions the defense drops. This one's on the offense. I'm sorry. When you drop four interceptions, oh, yeah. you're bound to lose. Okay. Okay. Yes. But timeout for one quick second. If you only, if you go into a visiting stadium and you only give up 16 points, you give your team a damn good chance to win that game. And the offense did not rise to the occasion at I, all. I'm not and even I, disagreeing. I, you know, yeah, it's it's there's yeah. there's some shared blame there. It's Kenny. Pitt That's how I would put it. And the receivers not being on the same page. It's Matt Canada sucking. Um, yeah, it's Matt Canada sucking. I should say that twice. Uh, you know, there's some shared blame to go around, but the offense, yeah. in my opinion, carries more of the burden. Yeah, the D could have That's won fair. the game. The D could have won the game by themselves. They could have, and and they didn't get it done, but. They did enough to give their their team a damn good chance mm-hmm. to win, and the Steelers didn't. The offense didn't come through, man. They just no, and and, and we know they had opportunities. Yeah, uh, you know, and I, I, you go back to that that quarterback sneak. I like the design of the play. To be honest with you, they had they had Boykin in motion there to kind of dive into the pile and give Pickett a little uh, push if he needed it. Um, and, and they got him for uh, illegal uh, procedure. Uh, the line was moving at the same time, you know, and then Pickett scrambles would have been fourth and one, but Dan Morgan's hit for the holding call. Now it's third and 16 and then the pick, you know, and, and that's what happens. You beat yourself, you put yourself in tough positions and, and you turn the ball over. Um, and then of course you had the, the opportunity down at the end, which was just a horrible throw as we know. Um I just trying to think here. Um, what do you do this week against the Eagles? Because now you're dealing with Jalen Hurts, who's playing very well. They've got some really good skill people. Um, it's a very similar offense to the one that the Ravens run. It and, is. And that the Steelers' defense, under a different coordinator, mm-hmm. has had a good amount of success defending. So, you do what we've done versus the Ravens previously, yeah. yeah. And you 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 don't pressure the quarterback as much. You want to get interior pressure, but you want to contain him. You want to keep him in the pocket and try and make him throw from the pocket. And you play zone behind it, which everyone hates. Tackle the catch. Oh, I know. But that's that's why the fact that the the Dolphins weren't scoring that many points. That's why Austin get, didn't get away from that. That's why he left it in place the entire damn game. And it was, God, it was frustrating because it was just like he was throwing the ball at will, but they weren't scoring points. They were just racking up a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, Tua, yeah. Tua missed a couple of oh my God, he missed easy a touchdown yeah. throws that yeah. he could have made because he was trying to force the ball into Hill. But of course. Yeah. And then Hill. Hill gave up on a couple of routes, like he slowed down, or I, 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 I don't didn't know understand he, what the hell he was doing. I, I was like, do you are you not sure the ball's coming to you? Uh, speaking of him, Trey Norwood made a couple of real nice tackles. Um, now he, Trey Norwood he did, had a nice game. Yeah, he he missed one, but um, the cavalry came and, and helped on a uh, on a third down play to to force a punt, but. Uh, he, he did. He played a very nice game. I, I think his role is one that has developed into, hey, if I don't have to be the guy, then I can be a really nice player. You know, as long as Minka's still on the field, Edmonds, you know, if he can just go play, I think he's good. But if he has to replace one of those two guys, then I have some concerns right now. Um, you know, but I would agree developing. with that. I mean, he's he's a he's a versatile piece that you can use in the slot you can use he's a he's better in coverage than Arthur Millette is in the slot you can uh, use him as a deep safety he but he's not an overly physical guy yeah and he's not good in run defense you kind of have to pick and choose your spots with him but he can be a nice little chess piece you can use in certain situations in your defense and for being a what six seven, late sixth or seventh, seventh round pick yeah. yeah I mean that was a, that was a nice fight that was there. a great pick and I yeah. I think he's a decent free safety He's he's a guy who can start a few games for you. He's yeah. not he's not a guy you want back there all the time. Nope. 
Um, nope. He operates best as kind of a, a, a sixth man, you know, in basketball terms. Yes, I'd agree with that. You know, a, a guy who comes in and, 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 and makes some plays for you situationally and then goes back and then comes back in and then goes, you know, back and forth. Honestly, I'd um, call him like a seventh or an eighth man. Like that guy, <laughs> he's, he's, he's almost like the, the, the energy guy off the bench that you bring in to like get a couple big yeah. defensive plays in a game. He plays like four or five minutes in a game, but like, you know, he, he helps get your team through like that lull right after, you know, right. that, that lull you get in the middle of the first half of a game. But yeah, I I, I, I get I, like I get that. what you're going with for situational yeah. runs. So yeah, yeah, that's situ- <laughs> yeah. basketball. You got yeah. your situational. Oh, uh, one of these the days one, I am. I'm going to hear about a band called Situational. The runs. one one thing I we, just we say. used to have a band here, and I'm just going to say this real quick because you guys talk, keep talking about band names. We used to have a band in Portland called Camaro Hair, no, yeah. which was the the greatest band name I've ever heard in my entire Camaro life. Camaro Hair. So I went and saw them just because the name was so great, and they they weren't. It, am I to assume it, it's in reference to the T-tops and so you get the hair crazy because the wind's blowing? Yeah, I, I yeah. think it was just more about, you know, like big Camaro hair from the 90s. Oh, love um, it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. I need to get more beer so those watching online can go on an adventure with me. Oh, terrific. <laughs> we're, going, we're, we're going through the uh, the Ian house here uh, yes. to get more beer out of what would, his. What would be really cool right now would be if, if, uh, if Ian's wife got up and yelled at him. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be outstanding, yeah. Or if the kids just all piled on top That would of be that. awesome. That would be even uh, better, actually. Look, look at this guy. Look at this guy hitting the tap. Hitting I like the how he's got the, fa- I like he's got the family pictures right he's over top the of the tap. He got right yeah. here the family pictures um i i did want to make sure that casey Kasem was in the house tonight oh oh um is, has casey uh written something out is, is casey oh. in the house tonight casey <laughs> is course. in the house tonight so you never get another casey case long distance dedication um, i like it we're doing the long distance dedication before predictions this is great here we yeah, go that's fine, that's fine. Is, is casey ready <laughs> well, i guess um <laughs> gotta get the gum right. out of your mouth first or what no, I'm a professional. Let's All just right. do it. Um, I'm sure Casey chewed tobacco while he was doing it. So. American <laughs> Top 40. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week of October 27, 1978. Ryan from Pittsburgh writes, Dear Casey, I was finishing up the final touches on the design for the Kenny Pickett statue on Sunday night, not once, but twice. And when he had the chance to lead the team to victory, not once, but twice, he threw an interception, not once, but twice. Casey, at this rate, Pickett will have 25 interceptions by season's end, and he'll set the NFL record, but not for most interceptions, but for the most interceptions in a season that weren't his fault. <laughs> but I digress. I don't need Teddy Pickett fans to give me grief because I criticize their hometown hero. Oh, that's right, Casey. He's not even from Pittsburgh. He's from New Jersey. Perhaps we should call him Dr. Oz. I'm just, I was very oh, that was politics there. Okay. That's I was, I was just, yes. That's good. That's good, Mr. Kasem. That's good. In all seriousness, Pickett will be fine. It's just growing pains. It's not like he's a rookie that's only a year younger than Lamar Jackson. Okay, that was my last joke. All right. (laughs) If there's one thing I've done this season, it's reminisce about past Steelers teams. You know, ones that could run the ball and stop the run. Ones that could get pressure on the quarterback. Ones that could compete a pass five yards beyond the line of scrimmage. (laughs) Those were the days. Well, Ryan, it's good to reminisce. And you're in for a treat. Moving up one spot this week to number three is a little river band off their album, Sleeper Catcher. Here's Reminiscing. (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh, Kenny, if you're watching, oh, I know you're I little river. Oh, holy shit, God. that was awesome! The injection of the uh, political stuff was fantastic. I just, I don't know, it just came to me. Oh, um, it's great. Pick it'll be, pick it, pick it. Listen, you could, yeah, here's one for you. It's called John Fetterman. Dude, I honestly That's not funny. Care. I'm just I, saying. I, I don't I mean, I don't care how bad John Fetterman is. I just can't see Dr. Oz's. Uh. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Did you see yeah. Dave Matthews played a show for uh He did. Yeah. For Fetterman. 
He was like a rock to fall. Dave Matthews? Yeah. He was really? a PA. Yeah. Oh, Open yeah. up the vote and vote for Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was any good either, but that's what it I was pretty bad actually. All of Dave's songs, yeah. all of Dave's songs sound the same, so you're fine. Actually, pretty much. Oh, no, they don't. Uh oh, not you're even Ben now. I'm not offended. Uh, I don't give a shit. You don't get it. I I understand, but. Uh, all right, good, good time to I was slide over teasing. to predictions. Tucker's uh, about to kick a fucking field goal. God damn it. This I is need some Mike Evans garbage too. time. 30 yards. Mike Evans garbage time. Uh, yeah. Predictions, Ian, you go first. The Steelers are at the oh, Eagles. Oh, shit. Can I go Sunday, last? Sunday, 1 p.m., and in the box will be Mr. Jim Nance along with Tony Romo. Calling uh, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> That was a Romo. I'm not good yeah, tonight, except well, well, the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers won in Philadelphia was 1965. Yep, and that's not going to change this week. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I will fully admit that I was not a fan of Jalen Hurts in the draft, and I did not want the Steelers to take him, and I was wrong as shit about that. I don't know, man. I, I think he plays really well in the, in that scheme. He plays well in that scheme, yes, but he is also he has also gotten a lot better over time, and I did not see him well, as a fair. guy who could take that next step, and he has... His his rookie year, let's not forget, his rookie year he got benched and Doug Peterson got fired because of it yeah. um, and accused of tanking, which they kind of were, but, you know. Um, and then last year he was okay but not great, but this year he's been really good. And, and that's the mm-hmm. kind of steady progress you want to see out of a quarterback. And Great. I've been, I've been very impressed with his, I'll say continual improvement that I thought he was in college, a product of the Oklahoma system. Um, and for those that have watched the show for a long time, you will know that I do not like Oklahoma quarterbacks at all, or players from the big 12 in general, especially quarterbacks. Um, uh, other than Patrick Mahomes, but that was a little bit different. Um, nevertheless, an yeah, that's, that's an outlier. Um, nevertheless, uh, we're going to get our ass beat here. The Eagles uh, just traded for Robert Quinn. They have a really good defensive line. They have uh, Darius Slay might have four interceptions this game. So <laughs> if you're in an IDP fantasy league, play Darius Slay this week. Um, wow. because apparently we can't not throw the ball to Deontay Johnson. And I got to think Darius Slay is just going to blanket him. You so that's a, that's a deep cut because Ben hates fantasy and slays a former lion. So Mark's mad now too. So I'm just pissing everybody <laughs> off tonight. Um, but, but all right, I'll get to my prediction. Uh, we're going to get our ass beat 31 to 13. Okay. All right. Ben, go for it. No, I want to be last. All Ryan, right, go Ryan, go for it. Yeah, um, the one thing about the 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 one thing about this this team as opposed to last week, and I know he too ran a few times, is that Jalen Hurts could run, but not only that, he could pass the ball. And AJ Brown, that like what that's a match made in heaven. Devontae yeah. Smith is really good. Dallas Godard's good. They have. Uh, they have a variety of running backs, including Miles Sanders, who's really good. But, you know, they got Gainwell. They got Boston Scott. They got guys that could beat you. And what I like about them is, to me, they don't, their identity is running the ball, and they don't care how they beat you. They are just they just want to beat you. So um, I actually think it's not going to be that bad early. Um, I think it'll be three-point game in the first quarter. But I think the second quarter – they just are going to turn it up, and it'll be at least two scores by halftime. Um, okay. It's not going to be as bad as Buffalo uh, was, but I am going to go with uh, 30 to 10 Eagles. 30 to wow. 10. 20 point, 20 point spread. What, what is wow. the uh, spread? Eight and a half? It's 11. 11? Oh, God. Jesus. It's 10 and a half or 11. <laughs> Uh, ben, your prediction for Sunday's one o'clock tilt. You know the Steelers are uh, are a weird team this year. You yeah. know, in as much as as I talked about before, they've beaten some teams. 
that they shouldn't beat, and they've lost to a couple of teams they should have beat. And they're just all over the fucking place. And mm-hmm. you you never you kind of never know what's gonna happen. And the most stealer thing ever would be to get their shit together this week and win. Yep. And I'm gonna I'm gonna buck the trend here and I'm gonna say Ooh. Steelers 18. Ooh, Eagles 16. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Are you get a safety to win it or is it no? That's six nope. Chris Boswell field goals, is what no, that is. No, I'm just saying 18 points. Okay, wow, going with I, I agree with everything you said. It would be very Steeler like. They're heading into the bye. Uh, I think we have two straight home games after the bye. Um, by the so, way, Kenny Pickett would be a god again for two weeks if this. Oh happened. my god, he, he would be. Um, I, I love the confidence in that selection. I, I, however, cannot go there. Um, I I can't, I just, I, I just look at the history of us playing there. God, even with Ben, what was the one time he got sacked like 300 times? Yeah, that was like, it was only the the Super Bowl, wasn't it? It was only eight sacks that game. That was all. Okay. Eight. I was like, wait, six was the final or 15. I was like, is that a record? Like a single game with the most sacks ever. Yeah, it was bad. It wasn't, but it was a lot. It was bad. Um, I, I think uh, that Ryan's onto something. I, I, I think we might keep it close for a little while, but I just don't think for we're like consistent what, 15 enough. minutes. Is that what you're going? I, I don't that? think That's we're consistent enough offensively. Um, so, so I, I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Eagles uh, 30 and uh, uh, Steelers 12. Oh. Uh, that's just a, a weird number. I felt like that. What did uh, pull that okay, out of your so ass? I, I did a little bit. Uh, Melvin's got the Eagles by 11. Burner's going. Uh, oh, hey, congratulations. Okay, Burner right expecting on. a uh, good for hey, you. congratulations. All right. All yeah. right. Good luck. Good yeah, luck. Ian's Catholic. He always cheers for like pregnancy because yeah, know, yeah. Got a lot of kids at home. He's working on his next one now. <laughs> I, I've got uh, a couple just, pictures behind me of my children. Yes, that is correct. Just Actually, one of, one of uh, them is one of them is missing because he smiled like an idiot for his school picture. <laughs> Probably did it on purpose. He was like, I don't no, want that, to be that was the literally wall. the face he made. We made we made him get retakes. <laughs> oh no! Uh, Why? That'd be awesome. Yeah, good for him. Uh, hey, real quick, just a couple of housekeeping items. John Harbaugh's uh, pissed again. Good for him. Uh, TJ Watt, uh, his 21 days has been activated. Uh, yeah, TJ me. ain't playing this week. Everybody no. who thinks he is is high. No, he's uh, not. Harbaugh is up by 11 with less than two minutes to play and finding a reason to bitch. That is the most Harbaugh thing it, that's ever. Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a nice win for them, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Against the Tom Brady's, I don't know. They're, they're I don't think well, they're very good. But it's on the well, road on a Thursday night. Yeah, I think I, I don't week. care where you go. It's a good win. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, thank you everybody for uh, jumping on tonight. I appreciate. Yeah, thank it. you so much. We really do appreciate guys, the engagement. Uh, as, Mark, as, did you give your prediction? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, I said. I said. Yeah, he said thirty to twelve. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay, okay. Again, thank you for the engagement. As Ryan points out every week, we do really do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. great. Uh, love our regulars, and you guys have definitely become regulars. And Even uh, though Johnny's a dick, but the rest of you are really cool. Sounds like really Johnny's a real dick. Yeah, yeah. Really but, appreciate uh, it. Yeah, anyway, make sure you check out the site, steelcityblitz.com, uh, on Twitter, at SCBlitz, and, of course, on Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, I don't know, MySpace probably, too. Uh, <laughs> My for these guys, I'm still dead. Check it out. This has been the SCB Steelers Podcast, presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And, hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. Send hate mail to Steel Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you missed.